Rosie on the house is on the road at the Southern Arizona Home Builders Association's Fall Show. Live from Tucson, here's Romy and Rosie. Good morning, Arizona homeowners. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning at Rosie on the House. We're having a pretty darn good time so far. We had Robert Steve, the editor of Arizona Highways, in at the 7 o'clock hour talking about everything Arizona Highways. Mr. Ed Curry, the global geneticist on Chile leader. Uh, that was a great conversation about Chili's down in Cochise County and on his place and the fact that he provides 80% of the chili pepper genetics around the globe. That's awesome. Right here, right here, sourcing in Arizona. We've got a lot of fun today. We're broadcasting live from Tucson. Romy and I are at the Tucson Convention Center for the Southern Arizona Home Builders Association. Those of you regular listeners who have emailed us and asked for early admission tickets, when you pull up to the Tucson Convention Center, the show opens at 10. But we have made special arrangements to open a back door at 9, and that door is now open. You can park in parking lot B, park kind of in the southwest corner of that parking lot. Come down the loading ramp where all the food trucks are lined up. Come all the way down to the end of that loading ramp, to the far east end of that loading ramp. We've got an open door. Greet you. Come on in. We've got some comfortable chairs here in front of the broadcast you booth. Will, you will see a Rosie on the House blue banner. The blue banner will be key. And then we've got coffee and uh, bagels that they've set up for us. For those of you who want to come down, ask a question live on air. Just meet and greet visit with our guests, whatever it is, the back door to the convention center is open. We were given 100 tickets, 70 were pre-claimed. We have 30 still available. If you get here early, you might be one of the lucky ones to jump in. The show runs yesterday, today, and tomorrow. It is the Southern Arizona Home Builders Association. So if you've got a project you're trying to get tackled, uh, get done around the house, home, castle, or cabin, this would be a great place to be. Romy, is it, um, is it politically correct when you check into a motel? I hope not. I don't like being politically correct. It's very boring. Can you, very can you ask them who was in my room last night? <laughs> oh, I want to know this. That, uh, Gary, they have the herpetological show going on here in Tucson. Herp Pathological ah. and reptile. Oh yeah. And I, ju- I just want. Hey, was anyone in this room last <laughs> night? Like with uh, multiple legs. Yeah. Like is, is, is slithers. Is, is, is there? Could there be a fourteen foot boa constrictor like underneath the bed? You know. So I, it I, I got scared because when I woke up in the morning, I got up and I saw something that scared me. I threw the coffee cup at it and I thought it was a five foot seven gecko, but. It, it was just me. There was a mirror on the other side. <laughs> you Audie murphy yourself. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we're here this morning. Listen, we're here to take your calls at one 767 4348 one 767 4348 one 1-888-ROSIE for you. R-O-S-I-E, the number four, the letter U. We are Arizona's Saturday morning tradition for 30 years. Very graced and privileged to have the opportunity to get up and help our Arizona homeowners every single Saturday morning. We're your, we are your weekend happy place, and we're here to do one thing, to become every 
Arizona homeowner's best friend. And, Romy, one of the things that your daddy's criticized for almost more than anything is getting on my APS rants <laughs> and convincing people how to save money. And then I hear from the SRP customers, and then I hear from the Unisource customers, and then I hear from the TEP customers, and they say, you never talk about us, you never talk about us. Well, this morning, we've got Mr. Tim Charlie. He is the Renewable Energy Technical Specialist for TEP. Mr. Charlie, thanks for joining us here this morning. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. And and give me that title again. It's not easy. <laughs> it's He's the Renewable Energy Technical Specialist. So okay. you can only ask him technical questions, so no easy ones. So with that, that said, there's nothing in there that says rate selector. <laughs> <laughs> I do have 10 years of experience uh, working with rates, working with high bills, working with energy efficiency. Uh, for the longest time, my job was to ensure everyone paid the utility as little as possible and used as little energy as possible. You're, you're fairly new to TEP. Yes, but you, I've been in the industry for you were the at the and, Sulphur Springs Co-op. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, and he he even knew what rate plan Mr. Curry was on. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, you, your job is to get him to use as little as possible in that area. Electricity for pumping water is vital. Yeah, and water in his area is, uh, God, they might be in a non-expansion area. I can't remember. But water, um, water's for fighting whiskeys for drinking, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> well, we do get a lot. We do share a lot of information about a technique that a, a, a good friend of mine, um, uh, people call me the father of super cooling, but I'm not. I'm, I'm the stepson. Uh, Steve Kapp is the father of supercooling. You were just the voice for it. I was the voice for it. Um, he convinced me early on, I want to say this is almost 20 years ago, uh, when, the, when the time of day plans first began to get introduced. He said, Rosie, I, I think I have something figured out. He says, uh, if you have a fairly energy efficient home, we can consume a lot of power off peak for one-fourth the price thermally store it in the building mm-hmm. and the furniture mm-hmm. and the appliances and the draperies and the clothes in the closet and get our homes comfortable off peak and when that on peak period hits let's just ask our house to go to sleep yep. and wake back up when the on peak is off again brilliant so we introduced this console. I tested it at my house, and, and at that point, I still had six kids at home, and, and my kids never lived at home without four of their friends. So it was like Grand Central Station, 50 people, swimming pool, in and out the doors. You know, I, I could scream and yell about closing the doors in August, but it wouldn't have done me any good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have just lost my voice. So we started experimenting and testing this super cooling technique shifting as much power consumption off peak as possible and i got criticized early that's the most selfish greedy thing you can do and my point is you know it's probably one of the most green things i can do because i'm now giving the information back to the power suppliers that hey i you you could ignore me at peak yep and that's what utilities have to build for is 
peak the infrastructure, peak. peak demand. So you're helping out. The peak is what drives that next power plant construction. Yep. Bigger conductors, more, uh, just more juice on the system. So the more we can cut off that peak, and the utility companies are becoming a little bit more aggressive about this over the last, I want to say, the last 20 years. Yeah, I think I checked with a CSR yesterday because I put myself on the peak demand program for TEP. Uh, I'll own a house in three or four days, and then I'm going to be on that rate. And so I wanted to be able to talk to talk and walk the walk. And I just think it's, it's, it's a good thing for everyone to go to go to. I do believe that in TEP, you have to opt out of a, a TOU program now. But nice. I'm, not, I'm not 100% sure. Okay. I, I just did some reading on that earlier, and I wasn't able to check with the CSR. So check with your local uh, c customer service rep in whatever utility you're on and see if that will work for you. TEP has a nice website. It covers a lot of information. Uh, and it's so easily navigable. Navigable. It is as well. It is. I was on it last night for a little a little while. The one of the things I want to talk about now how how big a customer base do y'all have? So we've got about four hundred and seventeen thousand customers for TEP. And y'all are primarily Tucson Metro. Tucson Metro, and we go down south near uh, Green Valley. We okay. Go up and around Marana. There's some. It's kind of snakes around. We'll go down, um, touching Santa Cruz County. Uh, Maybe touching a little bit of Cochise County. Okay. All right. And so of those 400,000 customers, how many are on a time of day? Do you know? So as of 2017, there were about 10,000. 10,000 out of 400,000 yeah, yeah. are on time of day. Yeah. That's disgraceful. I know that... Um, the information I got was from a website, and it said that that's how many we had in 2017. Wow. I think that they're, they've, they're, market, they're marketing it aggressively. Oh, I so hope so. So we'll see. Folks, I, if, if you live in a modestly well-built home and you can push your power consumption off peak, you can save money. I think so. Now, I'm not intimately familiar with TEP's power structure, but at my house, 3,000 square feet with an air-conditioned garage, I can be at $0.08 cents a kilowatt in all summer long. They're just, they're, there's hardly anything you could do at your home to save more money than that, and it's just, one, be on the right rate plan. Yeah. Two, be smart about how and when you consume power. Yep. And you're going to save money. Yeah, they'll save a lot of money. But on the corollary to that, if you don't plan, if you don't, oh. you're going to get hurt. <laughs> it's going to be painful. It is. And that's what that's why 390,000 of your 400,000 customers haven't jumped the time of use. They've got a little bit of a fear of the unknown. Yep. But I think with with programmable thermostats making a jump into whether you can reach them with your your smartphone, yeah. uh, I think appliances are going that way. Uh, I think it's just it, it should be the wave of the future. It is, and if you want to be a green energy consumer, you will go to the time of use, and you will move your power consumption to off peak. And I use as much or more power than my neighbors. I just use it at a different time of day. And my bill is about 30% lower than his bill. 
You can work harder. You can work smart. You're just working smarter. <laughs> That's it. Folks, we're here this morning at Rosie on the House broadcasting live from the Tucson Convention Center for the Southern Arizona Home Builders Association. The show opens at 10. We have opened the doors early at 9. Those of you that requested early tickets, we do have someone at the door. It is on the south side of the building, the far east end of the uh, uh, loading ramp where all the food trucks are generally lined up. Park in parking lot B, come all the way down the ramp to the last door on the east end of the convention center, the east end of that loading ramp, and we've got your tickets for you there. You can also join on air, one 767 4348. That's one triple eight Rosie for you. Text questions to four one one nine two three and uh, email info at rosieonthehouse.com. We're again live at the Tucson Convention Center for, uh, for the Saba Home Show. Folks, if y'all are in a car shop of mood, I couldn't encourage you more to get over to Sanderson Ford. The figures are in and looking at the big picture of retail, fleet, and commercial sales. Sanderson Ford is, again, the number one Ford dealership in America. In America. And Ford, Sanderson Ford, is closed every Sunday. So they're accomplishing the number one position in America closed one day a week. How are they doing that? They're doing that by making the buying experience incomparable. 64 acres, that's the size of Disneyland, covered in new and used Ford vehicles with some of the longest tenured employees of any dealership in the country. There's a reason people stay there. It's because of the way they treat their employees. It's the way they treat their customers. Get to Sanderson Ford, closed on Sunday. I picked last night in Tucson. I sang them a country song. Miss my plane this morning, Lord, cause we parted all night long. Well, I spent the night in Tucson last night, but I didn't do no party, and I was in bed by 9 o'clock. But like I say, we are sharing the motel with a lot of people that are here for the Herpetological and Reptile Show. And is that, a, is that a politically incorrect question to ask? No, I think it's a good question to ask. <laughs> you don't know what you're, you know, there might be some monster under the bed. I, I, I know, there could be anything in there, right? I mean, there were vans parked in the parking lot. I mean, with, with reptiles and monsters parked all over the side. I thought, you know, I, I got the EBGBs here. <laughs> you should. Snakes don't make a bump in the night. Oh, night. that's right. They're very silent killers. Hey, we're here with Tim Charlie, the Renewable Energy Technical Specialist from TEP. And I have got the TEP website open. You've got the live solar and wind track our renewable energy in real time. You've got the meter up, and you guys are you guys are churning that renewable generation right now. Yes, we are. Y'all doing a good job here this morning. It'll crank up a little more today, and we'll see what we can get. Tell me how y'all are generating this renewable energy. So a lot of it is solar. Just some grid scale solar, some residential solar, some commercial solar. Uh, we do have uh, community solar, and there's also um, what right now there's 9.1 megawatts of wind, and we've got uh, a little bit of I think there's a little bit of hydro in there. I'm not 100% sure. Okay, y'all y'all have the the you uh, on the conventional um, fossil fuel plants. You've got the coal up in St. John's, mm -hmm. right? 
Y'all have any natural gas generators? Yeah, I think most of the power we get now is now is natural gas, and that pipes into big generators. And yeah, yeah, and then it generates, puts into the grid. We supply power to uh, a lot of Tucson, and then we sell some to Navapache. Uh, I think wherever there's a need, and we can sell some energy, we'll do it. So you're buying this energy. It's a peculiar thing about electricity because there's nothing to do with the unused electricity you have. It has to be generated and consumed at the it, same time. It does. It re- it's, it's instantaneous. You're constantly reading and anticipating by nanoseconds how, many, how much consumption is going to come online for you to kind of like throttle up yep. and then throttle down. Yep. We were talking about on-peak and off-peak and how responsible it is for our Arizona homeowners to start buying off-peak. Move your consumption off-peak. I agree. It, it's a good move. And y'all help folks do that. By some of the propositions, not, uh, well, propositions are a bad word to use here in the election series, <laughs> but some of the ca- campaign, campaign's a bad word to use in the elections, some programs, some of the programs that y'all offer to help people get a little bit more efficient in their purchasing. Yeah, yeah. Um, they change all the time. So I'd recommend calling up the CSRs and asking um, what they have. Um, they may send you to a professional. Check out the website. It's got... Um, stuff there for duct blast or testing, duct sealing, uh, air conditioning checkups, uh, thermostats, you know, all the things you can use to, to use less electricity, we're here to help. And our good friend Tony from Temp Control of Tucson just walked up. Tony, what's the leakage rate on air conditioning systems when you all go check homes? How many homes have you checked have no duct leakage? Big, big percentages of leakage. That's uh, that's all right, Robin. I didn't want to get him too much. But Tony's here from Temp Control, and he does the duct sealing. He does the air conditioning repair replacement. TEP offers a program that helps you get your duct sealed. I can tell you that probably 100% of the homes I've been in in my 50 years of remodeling had duct leakage. Yeah. 100% of the homes have duct leakage. It's the amount we try and over 50% of the homes have more than 25% duct leakage. So y'all have a program that will help homeowners seal those ducts. Yeah, yeah. It's a, oh, gridlocked here. Yeah, but yet there's a, there's a program there. Uh, call up and, um, or actually go online and there are participating vendors or uh, HVAC companies that come out and do that. Yep. And as long as it's a participating contractor, um, they can seal your ducts and um, get some type of rebate. Now, folks, if 50% of the homes have more than a 25% leakage, I'm telling you, that means 25% of your air conditioning bill in the middle of the summer is going to air condition your attic and your outdoor neighborhood. Yep, yep. 25% of your air conditioning bill is being completely and totally wasted. Yep. And if you went from a, a swamp cooler to an air conditioner and didn't duct seal, that, oh, oh, boy, man. howdy. We'll come back and talk a little bit more in detail about that, as well as some of the other programs you've got. Uh, right here, we're talking with Tim Charlie, the Renewable Energy Technical Specialist for TEP. And I will have a statement on Prop 127 at the end of this hour. And I've been from Tucson to Tucumcari to have- 
Well, we're parked right now at the Tucson Convention Center. You'll see the brand new Rosie on the house Sanderson Ford Transit and Trailer out front as you walk in. And we're down here at our booth is next to the stage where we're broadcasting now and we'll be through the rest remainder of this broadcast, which is through 11 o'clock, joined uh, with a couple local listeners. Uh, we've got a great stage seating right here. There's coffee and bagels as well. You can join the conversation at one 767 4348 that's one triple eight Rosie for you. Text at four one one nine two three or email at info at rosieonthehouse.com. Nine o'clock is our open line hour. It's for any topic you, the Arizona homeowner, want to talk about your house, home, castle, or cabin. And we've got a special guest in here today. We're in Tucson, so we brought in a guest from Tucson Electric and Power. And I don't have a copy of the title, but um, renewable like, like, energy <laughs> technical specialist. Got it scary isn't it that's scary that's tim charlie well it used to be scary but i mean the renewable energy sources are becoming so varied now i mean you're 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 kind of spreading the load yeah the, the resources are um expanding every day um the ways of controlling them in, within your house and uh manipulating them to use less electricity are growing every day so it's not just the utility that well we've done it that way for 30 years uh, we've got to be pretty pretty mobile, pretty agile. Yeah. So we were talking a little bit about the manufacturing of power. Y'all are here at the home show at the Tucson Convention Center. The show opens at 10 today. It's open today and tomorrow. Y'all are giving away shade trees. Yes. Uh, yeah. One good. of the things that goes a long way in cutting your cooling bills. Yeah, it cuts down on insulation yep. in, into your house if you plant it in the right spot. Yep. Works out well. So what's the program for giving those trees away? So I was you, up in the hall earlier today. I saw you had a pretty big supply of them. Yeah, I think they have 600 trees. Okay. Uh, Francisco's group has given away uh, 600 of them. If you're a TEP customer, you come up, uh, enter your information, and then spin a wheel, and that'll determine what kind of tree that you can you can get. I believe they're also giving away some LED lights. Okay. And they have plenty of information there. Okay. So the shade is critical in mm -hmm. cutting your summer cooling bills. A deciduous tree would also be great, planted in the right strategical location for year-round advantages. Yeah, yeah. If uh, if it can block the sun in the summer and then let the sun in in the winter, perfect. It's perfect. So you've got the trees. Y'all have a program for light bulbs? Yeah, they're giving away some LEDs there. If you go to some of the big box stores, you'll get discounted LEDs. Um, yeah, just the big box stores. Yep. And then you'll have a smart thermostat rebate program? Yeah, there's a certain um, amount of money that is set aside. And until that money is uh, depleted, uh, they're giving away discounted, ther or they're not giving away, but there's a, a discount that's applied to a thermostat if you get the, a smart thermostat. Let's go to your website, TEP.com, and go to that energy calculator. I find that very fascinating. It helps people really understand. You know, all people know, all people care about is when they throw the switch, the light comes on. Exactly. Right, it, right. They've been trained to, yeah. to just, you know, it, it's like anymore people think that their light bulb is burnt out if they flip a switch and the light's not on. It, energy's just that reliable. Absolutely. When the timer clicks to go, the water heater comes on. When yeah. it clicks to on, the swimming pool pump comes yep. on. Yep. 
So in that energy calculator, what kind of homeowner, what kind of exercises are available in there for them to kind of get a picture of, of how they're buying power? So it will ask you uh, several things about your home. Uh, what the insulation level is, uh, how old is it, um, what appliance you have in there, how many people are going to be in there, how do you heat your home, how do you cool your home, how do you cook, and then it will ask you how many appliances you have, and it will give you a rough estimate of what your energy usage could be. Um, and it, it, it's all in theory, right? But then when you put it in practice, it, it depends on and then how you, you can kind of, live. You can kind of compare that to the bills you're getting yeah. and say, okay, well, maybe there's, some, maybe there's some things here I can work on. And then you go into the subsidy and rebate program that you all have got and take a look at some of the assets you have available there. Yeah. Um, or, or even sometimes uh, pay attention to your home. It, it's telling you things you may not even know. Uh, if you're taking a shower and your shower is not, the hot water is not lasting the entire shower. It means you probably got, uh, you have a, a water heater issue. And rather than wait for your utility bill to show up and shock you, you can act on that now or use an app. We talked about technology earlier. Go on the app and see what your daily usage is. And if it's out of whack, um, you know, be proactive on it. Uh, call up the utilities, see if there's something going on. There's probably nothing going on with your meter, but they may have a professional who can come out or can talk to you on the phone and tell you how to use less electricity or to, to shift that electricity. Now, we, we were talking about the, the uh, practice of thermal storage mm -hmm. earlier and moving your on-peak purchase to off-peak. Uh, it doesn't work well if you're in a poorly built home. No, if, if, you're yeah. in, if you're in a mobile that was built in the 70s or even a slump block house that was built in the, uh, the gas moratorium and you have uh, an electric furnace, it's not going to work for you. Yeah. Uh, and do y'all's rates change in the winter? Y'all flip seasonally? Most so, utility companies do. Yeah, we switch a little bit. Um, if you look at the, the summer plan, and it, it's based on the amount of energy you use. The more, the more you use, the more you'll pay per kilowatt hour. Um, and it goes from $0.10 cents for the first 500 kWh in the summer. Uh, in the winter, that same kilowatt hour will cost you 9.9. .9. Okay. So it's, it, it varies just a little bit. Just a very little yeah, bit. Yeah, and that's on the basic rate plan. Okay. So as the Renewable Energy Technical Specialist, what does your day-to-day -day look like? Um, that's a difficult question. Are you, are, you, are you Renewable Energy Specialist on the supply side or on the consumption side? So we deal with um, solar installers. Okay. Uh, I, do, I review their plans and go out and uh, make sure that their plans are meeting uh, the expectations that, we're, that the plans say they're going to. Okay. Uh, we just want to make sure that the customer is getting what they paid for. Uh, everything's um, going to be uh, uh, the way it is, uh, uh, the way they, they've applied for the... The projections the pro on the production yeah. of the panels. Yeah, yeah, and that the inverter is there. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of a, uh, checks and balances to make sure that they're getting, getting what they pay for. Okay, so you're checking residential solar installations. Yeah, and uh, I'm actually doing some commercial stuff, or non-residential oh, is what they okay. call it. Uh, I do stuff for... Uh, Inspections for 50 kW and below. Okay, all right. And, and a home consumption. I tell people you're probably going to consume about a kW per square foot, just generally speaking. That's a good ballpark. Okay. It's a really good ballpark. So a 1,500 square foot home is going to consume 1,500 kW a month. You yeah, know? and maybe more in the summertime, yes. le less in the spring and fall, and then in the winter depends on what your heating source is. Okay. So in that perspective – on the renewable energy, we do have 
TEP is plugged into some wind generators. Yeah. Are uh, they in-state? Yeah, they're, uh, oh, what's it called? Maybe it's Red Horse Pass. It's just outside of Wilcox. Okay. And it's interesting, right, because solar, you get it during the day, and the way the wind blows there, um, from what the, the operators are telling me, is in the morning and in the evening on the shoulders, the wind tends to blow more there. And I think yesterday I saw that we got a, we were getting 51 megawatts. What is this dial on y'all's right there? So that's the total. Is uh, that 200 total megs? Renewable. Yeah. You're producing 200 megs right now? Yeah, right now. Okay, so that's the solar and the wind. Our entire uh, renewable portfolio. Excuse mm. me. Yeah, she's almost she's she's pegging right up on that two hundred mark right now. So yeah, good job. They were running around two twenty yesterday. It, okay, um, we got more coming online. Uh, the guys that work in the renewable group are doing a fantastic job of getting things out there uh, with the rate case that we had going through. Uh, solar installation applications are have gone through the roof, so we're we're busy. It's mm -hmm. a good thing. Well, I really appreciate you coming in because we do talk a lot about the APS rate, um, basically just for sheer numbers, mm -hmm. the number of customers that they yeah. have, you know, is the majority of our listeners. But then they got probably a lot more attention and press coverage than they were hoping for in the elections of four and six years ago. And the Corporation Commission hearing, you know, they, mm -hmm. they, 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 they raised the rate plan issue to the very forefront. Yeah, <laughs> that they did. But y'all are doing basically the same thing they're doing. I mean, we're every utility company is trying to push the consumer into a responsible amount of staggering their consumption. Exactly. And some of this, the programs that we talked about earlier are there to actually help you use less electricity and maybe to push it off onto the shoulders or even off at night where the base load's running and maybe we do that and it's just nice and flat. I mean, then there's no, your peak demand isn't, isn't going to cost you an arm and a leg if you're on uh, a particular rate that you should, you know, uh, a TOU rate. You want to make sure that you're on that right timing because otherwise it'll hurt you. One of the, when, when we're called to consult with homeowners on what, can they do about the energy bill? The first thing we do is say, okay, here's a couple things. We would like you to give us your March bill, your October bill, and then your highest bill last year. Mm -hmm. And that kind of lets us dictate. I, I can tell you with that much information probably about how big your house is, how many people live in it, whether you have a swimming pool or not, whether you're dual energy or all electric, mm -hmm. and then we can kind of manipulate and put a strategic plan together for that homeowner about, okay, here's what we want you to try and see if we can't drop your bill 20 to, to, to 30%. We've dropped bills as much as 40 to 45% without doing anything other than just add, I mean, just getting them on the right plan and having them buy it at the right time of day. Yeah, the right plan and education will lead to less energy usage. Absolutely. Mr. Tim Charlie, the Renewable Energy Technical Specialist from TEP, we appreciate you joining us this morning. I promised y'all I would give you a we, – we have been inundated at Rosie on the House with inquiries about what we think about Proposition 127. I'm not going to tell you how to vote on it, but I'm going to tell you what I think about it in the next break. 
I left out of Tucson with no destination in mind. I was running from trouble and the jail term the judge I'm, had in mind. I'm fairly good at and the border meant freedom, a new life. Picking country music names and songs and titles. Are you getting stumped? <laughs> you know, I'm just surprised there's so many songs that have reference to song I hadn't heard before. Oh yeah, plenty. I'm surprised I'm surprised you didn't come back after me about Linda Ronstadt. <laughs> you know, uh, you always get I, me. <laughs> I got that one and then I haven't heard Mel Tillis yet. Um uh, what's the one I heard Charlie Pride, I think. Yeah, earlier. I just played that. Climate, mm-hmm. yeah. We are broadcasting live from Tucson this morning. Uh, <laughs> There's Jennifer, a reason for all the Tucson right. songs. Sweet. Jennifer, our call screener, is at our flagship station up in the Phoenix metro area. You can reach the show by dialing one 767 Any question, problem, dilemma, or project you're trying to tackle around your house, home, castle, or cabin, we'd love to be your first source of information to help you get through that. We're at the Tucson Convention Center because the Southern Arizona Home Builders Association is having their semi-annual home show at the Tucson Convention Center. It's today, opens at 10 in just a few minutes, and again tomorrow. We have a Rosie on the House booth here on the floor of the show. We'll be here all weekend, so we appreciate it when people come by and introduce themselves. Chuck and Barbara walked in early this morning and introduced themselves as longtime listeners. That was Always humbling to hear uh, what what part we play in their life every single Saturday morning that we've been doing for 30 years. Uh, We just finished a conversation with Mr. Tim Charlie, the Renewable Energy Technical Specialist from TEP. We talk a lot about how people can cut their, in particular, their summer cooling bills by using a practice and a technique and a, and a, a strategy called super cooling. And we have... We have fine-tuned it for APS because that's all the properties I own are in APS zone. So I've got several ways I can model the plan and, and, and sort the information and outsmart the supplier, so to speak, to get my bill as low as I can. And we don't have a property that I'm paying over $0.09 cents a kilowatt for, and I didn't spend a lot of money doing anything other than just making sure I was on the right plan and an energy management computer and bada bing, bada boom, I'm as low as you can get. And people say, oh, but boy, your house must be hot. Well, let me tell you something, folks. At my house, the temperature is set at 68 degrees. Through the middle of the summer, my wife wears a little light shawl in and around the house almost all day long, and I'm still at under nine cents. My 3,000-square-foot home, which isn't a big home, it's a three-bedroom, two-bath, my highest bills this year were under 325 bucks. okay? So I'm consuming about 3,600, 3,800 KW. I'm doing that at about nine cents a kilowatt, and that's in the peak of the summer. My bills, I'm dual energy, so we cook with natural gas, we heat with natural gas, we barbecue with natural gas. My summer electric bills drop through the floor. I mean, they're like, they're like 70 bucks a month. They're nothing. 
So we're getting inundated, Romy, with information about Prop 127. What? Sh- how should we vote for 127? Now, I know it makes you nervous, and I know it makes your mom nervous anytime Papa goes to politics. I'd like to just give out my personal cell number so I could just tell everybody how to vote on everything on the ballot. Would that be okay? <laughs> Listen, folks, when it comes to Prop 127, which is? It is the Renewable Energy Standards Proposition. Okay. This is written by somebody that has an agenda. We currently supply about 8% of the grid with renewable energy, and it's 20, let's just call it 2019. Okay, we're just a couple months away. They want us to do that. They want us to increase from 8% to 50%. In what time frame? 12 years. (laughs) No, wait, 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 wait. That's doable. That's doable. We can do that. But they want to do it, and here's the scary part. They want to do it, and this is written into the proposition. One, one, it's a constitutional amendment. So that makes me nervous. Anytime they want to amend the Constitution, then I start getting a microscope out, and I look at every single word, okay? And there are a couple propositions this year that are constitutional amendments. This isn't the only one. So I'm looking at the microscope. Proposition 127 wants to take our renewable energy from 8 to 50% in 12 years, here it is, irrespective of cost to the consumer. It doesn't matter how much it's going to cost the consumer, this constitutional amendment will mandate it. doesn't matter what it costs the consumer. If it was affordable right now, it'd be reversed. 8% would be nuclear and 92% would be... <laughs> Oh. Alternate energy source. And they don't want to measure what's currently being supplied by sustainable. That has to be new sustainable energy sources. So I'm not telling you how to vote for it. 